I got the possibility to connect the dots, sustainability, automobile businesses, and fashion. The middle of these three circles is Peralta clothing. I'm trying to get the best of the three worlds and putting it together with the style, because I say we are saving the planet, but with style. Hi, and welcome to Helping People Perform, the podcast that gives you fascinating insights into those people whose chosen vocation is to help others perform at their best. From consultants to teachers, sports coaches to financial advisors, all of my guests share a passion for getting the most out of individuals, teams, and organizations. Enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Helping People Perform. Got an amazing guest, someone who I've been on a couple of things with recently and such an inspirational and and fantastic guy. We've got all the way from Frankfurt, Germany, we have sustainability and fashion trailblazer. With us today on the show, we've got founder at Peralta Clothing. Welcome to the show, Frank Peralta. Oh, Paul, thank you so much for the invitation. This is a big honor to be here with you. (laughs) I'm trying to explain what we are doing right now. Thank you so much. No, fantastic stuff. Really looking forward to this. And let's kick it off um, at at the very beginning. We'll give a big shout out to Jens Heitland for uh, for the introduction here, a common denominator in many of our connections. So uh, a big shout out to Jens. Um, But without... Uh, blowing smoke up Jens has asked too much. Let's focus on you. What um what got you to where you are today, Frank? What's your backstory? Yeah, okay, so uh, I am from profession mechanical design engineer. I was working a lot of years for the automotive industry, working for the big five plus aeronautics in the past. And uh, over there, working time ago, I saw how the industry trash a lot of high quality material, right. exactly high quality leather from the automotive mm. interiors uh, used by supercars, used by the segment uh, for the premium segment and for the customization of the ultra expensive cars. Mm. I saw that in the past and in the year 2020 uh, after the pandemic, and all the staff, uh, the, the, the company where I was working for closed all the department and then we were invited to go to the street. So go, go, go. And I was thinking, what can I do now with my knowledge? And uh, at this time, I, I got noticed that I became a father. Ne? Yeah. And poof, all this new... <laughs> Uh, news in my head they were pressuring me to go through my experience and to remember what can I do to be linked to the automotive industry because that is in my my, my background eh? Mm. and I got the idea okay I remember the letter in the past the letter were trashed to the um, incinerator or to the landfill and then I start personally to ask my ex-colleagues how to find the material in a proper way. Eh? Mm. Um, in a proper way means by tons. I started uh, to call some ex-colleagues. Okay, I'm looking for that, for that, for that. And I got a, a contact in the upholstery industry. I 
I remember to start to talk with him and he told me, oh, Mr. Peralta, that's not possible because we need to fulfill a lot of um, instructions and everything. It was like um, bureaucratic misunderstanding, I want to say that. Right. <laughs> uh, and I told him, I remember to tell him, okay, maybe you can donate me a couple of kilos of the material. Mm. And so is the beginning of the Peralta clothing with a donation of 100 kilos of high quality material from the automotive industry with the best cars, the yeah. cars with the horse, with the four rings, with the bull. Uh, you can name almost the big brands. Yeah? And I started to do some prototyping, like sewing stuff, uh, cutting, putting together with a sewing machine who belongs to my mother at that time. That was the official beginning of the Peralta clothing. Yeah. With this prototype, I remember um, to get an invitation to an incubator program. Okay. And I went over there, I presented the, the project. Okay, Mr. Peralta, what are you doing? And I remember to say, we are a, comp a sustainable fashion company. What do you mean by, by fashion company? So we save high quality material from the automotive industry and we can pro provide design, produce, and provide this kind of um, jersey. It was a, a soft jacket. Yeah. And the people was, um, I remember to see the people saying, wow, that is really interesting. It was my first contact with some interested people in my project. Mm. I went through the program. The program came to the end. And then I was um, alone again. In, in in the project now but over there i i did a lot of interesting contacts from colombia like me mm. uh, and from the very very beginning they, they were helping me because i remember to be with lupita lupita clavijo she's a environmental engineer and she was she was doing a, a master in uh, circular economy right and we were together speaking about the 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 leather how to improve the the access to the leather in big quantities right uh, we face a lot of challenges a lot 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 because logistics maybe with the customs maybe with the hard chemicals of the material but at the end of the day we we got a mini traction inside the ecosystem and after that we went to another incubator with the same program, with a better pitch deck, with a bit better um, preparation, because I don't have any entrepreneurial entrepreneurial uh, skills or experience, because yeah. I was sitting in an office eight hours per day during years, yeah. getting a lot of a lot a lot of knowledge, but I never faced to go outside our office to sell or to present a project. And in the, in the incubator program, we, we, we got a lot of support. Right. Pitching, pitch deck, how to prepare the pitch deck, what is the night timing, how to prepare mission, vision, business model, uh, go to market, uh, product market fit. It was for me amazing because all this knowledge about the startups how to go how to ask for uh, an investment 
Uh, the mentors at that time, they were amazing because I remember the director of the program, they, they came from Silicon Valley. Right. She was working over the years, years. She 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 was founding some um um a startup for mobile mobile phones and she was like um a bright mind right we got a lot uh from from here and that is the the the, the first step of the peralta clothing oh fantastic and i mean because i've seen some of your stuff i've seen your stuff on instagram i've seen the the fashion side of what you do you know and, and you're, you're very very bold and and uh and, and unique in in those bits and i lo- love the stuff that you're doing there but um let's i've got a couple of questions one to, to delve back a little bit when you when you're in the automotive industry how close were you was fashion a part of what you were doing in there were, were you close to the leather usage or, or was that what, what was your role in that automotive industry typically and in, in, to put you in contact I, I am a mechanical design engineer we were doing 3d parts right. in Katia in in Siemens NX it was my my main task no to to do tailor made tailor made parts for the automotive industry because right. i remember to be inside and in our unit, uh, we were doing fasteners. At that time, we were doing fasteners, metal fasteners and uh, plastic fasteners. And that contact with the uh, with the industry gave me the possibility to see the interior of the car because we need to, to develop the clips to, to fix the door panels, to fix the consoles, to fit the, the hand grips. Anything inside the car need, need to be fixed. Yeah. And we were the unit who in charge to develop all these kind of fasteners for the for the customers uh, as well, working for the big three in Germany yeah. uh, and for the American companies as well. Mm. Oh. We, we, we did almost anything from uh, brake tubes till fastener for the console, for the for the door panels. Even for the windshield, we were doing uh, amazing products for, for the automotive industry. So I remember to, to have a patent with my name uh, for the automotive industry. And all this kind of uh, stuff is um, in the German uh, patent office with a right. registration. Mm. And uh, we, we did a very professional work as an engineer, engineering team. Right. Yeah. That, that's my, my uh, close to the fashion, not directly from the automotive, but from my side, because I, I love to, to see or to, to, to have a nice look. Right. And the fashion is in me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's brilliant. And I think that ability to connect. Like the technical expertise and the uh, the mechanical design element with a passion of yours. I think that that is is a wonderful thing. I saw a couple of examples of people who had similar uh, focus when I was working at McLaren, and I've seen you know the, that that other side, which is the high quality materials. And yeah, when you in that level, in that sort of specialization and the uh, the specialization office or whatever it is that, that you call there, where someone is ordered a specific part and maybe they want a specific type of leather in a certain color, the quality is, is first and foremost. And then the wastage level is, is almost like a, 
McLaren, I think, are quite good at this, uh, but I can see how in a lot of other industries it's it's almost like a let you know, it doesn't matter how much waste there is as long as the product's right. Um, and I think that the ability to have the, as you mentioned, the circular element of you're not stopping that from happening, but what you're doing is saying the waste from that can be someone else's starting point for to make something even you know something else, something completely different. And I, I love what what you're doing in that space. So. Uh, that's now my mission not to take the leftover of the industry these high quality leftovers coming from from a masterpiece and from this masterpiece to have the possibility to create another one yeah. another masterpiece with that leftover and I, I saw the stuff with passion because every new project is a challenge and a challenge give me the life no, this this push. No, how can I improve? How can I improve the stuff I did yesterday? Yeah. Or how can we um, do a utility model? How, how to improve the stuff you you did in the past yeah. for the products from for, for tomorrow? Mm. And connecting this um, amazing stuff with amazing products for amazing people, I see over there a triple win mm. because you are saving the material, you are creating the material and you are providing something amazing for amazing people. And that for me is a match. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 brilliant. And uh, um, the other thing that I've noted down, and I, I know this from previous conversations, you made that move from employed into the entrepreneurial world. Um, I, I think it was a, was it a similar time when you became a father and you you, you went into uh, you know started to make that move. I mean that's a that's a bold move at any time in your life. Um, what were the the challenges and the uh, the things that firstly had stopped you from doing that beforehand, and what made you do it at that particular point? Uh, so I remember in the past the commodity to have the the, the salary at the end of the month. Yeah. It was for me perfect. But now you don't know what can happen in the future. And uh, you need to secure some stuff, but the process to be involved and the, the power of no knowing what can happen in the future mm. is amazing for me. Uh, I know that I have to protect my family, but in the other hand, I see if I don't risk that now I never risk in the future. Yeah. It, it is a balance, ne? Mm. And it's a big race as well. So to be an entrepreneur, you need to have uh, a steel in your veins <laughs> 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 because sometimes you need to be really called to take some decisions mm. and you, you need to live with the consequences as well. No, it can be okay. It can it can be okay. But yeah. if you don't try, you never know. Yeah. You never know. And of course, we need to to have some security for the family. But no risk, no funk. No? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I no love pain, that. no gain. <laughs> no pain, no gain. No. And and the other question I did for myself every time is. What are you able? What are you able to risk right now, 
to win that in the future. Right. Yeah. And the the, the velocity of taking decisions is another uh, ability you need to refine because uh, the world is too too fast. And now with all the uh, AI and all the stuff with the com computers, um, you avoid to take human decisions yeah. because you are getting the decisions to the machine, but the machine what 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 can know the machine about life <laughs> yeah exactly didn't you? how it, it, they've yet to find one that can connect with people and and what truly adds the value to them and uh, and hits them where it really hurts uh, really feels should we say not necessarily hurts but uh i i i, I sort of feel for you yeah. in, and uh empathize from the because i've always been employed and i made the move into the entrepreneurial world and it, it's uh it's a big risk, but I think if you can get your mind around the risk, isn't it's the risk and the potential benefit. And I think a lot of the time, a lot of my grow uh, when I was growing up, it was a lot on you have to have a salary because if you don't have a salary, you know it's the short term piece. And yes, that's true. You've got to have stability, but you've also got to have a longer term view. You've got to be able to use that motivation to go actually the scarcity or the, the the scariness of if I don't do this thing now and if I don't make this a success then it can either drown me or it can be the thing that floats me up and uh, and takes me above and beyond so uh, uh, yeah it's a, you can see that attitude coming through in you as well Frank it's brilliant even I say to myself sometimes the risk is an asset as well uh. I say the risk is an asset. It, 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 the asset is not a material stuff. Mm. It can be a feeling. It can be a, a premonition. It can it can be anything you want to think. It can be the asset. Yeah. No risk. The risk is an asset. As if you don't risk, you can get this uh, lesson or this business you wanted to close or reach that person you wanted to speak with. Mm. In my case, uh, to speak with the big uh, automakers, it's always a risk. Yeah, And I know that I have the no 100%, but if I don't try, mm. I never know. <laughs> and uh, today to reach the people is different because the LinkedIn or you can go to the, to the internet, ask for the for the address of some automakers, you can send a letter, a physical mm. letter, because it works today. It works as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a that personal connection. I think that ability to reach out and to, uh, if you do it in the right way, if you do it in a surprising way and uh, in a way that adds value to people, it's always going to hit home. So, uh, oh, wonderful. So, let me um, ask a, a slight bit of a different question around what keeps you at your best. What do you do to make sure that you are at your sharpest, both in terms of being an entrepreneur and, and maybe the fashion side as well? You know, what inspires you to be uh, uh, to be bringing new things to to your business? Uh, for me, a big competition now is the 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 AI, right. and I, I want to create products for real people mm. uh, because um, clothing is some of these three fundamental stuff we have as a as a person no as a human being 
is the, 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 the protection against the weather, uh, eating and sleeping. Right. We have these three basical stuff. We can go ahead because I see the, the, the AI is a big tool and you use the tool to help another humans, humans mm -hmm. not to compete against. And I see every day that the chat GPT is reaching that, is reaching that, is doing that for you easier. But no one is speaking about how to protect the humanity from the weather, from right. the from the footprint. Mm. You can put to the chat GPT, please explain me that. Okay, you get the explanation, but who is going to do that? Right. Human to human. Yeah. Human to human. Because the machine can be cold, but she is not going to uh, dead from colding. Ne? Yeah. yeah. Or it can be too hot. Mm. And then you can put a ventilator or something like that. But the human body is another entity. Mm. And that is for me the big challenge. Now, how to compete against this AI um, programmed by another human who is in his house or everywhere. But this person needs this person needs food, clothing, and protection. Right. And they are basic things. They are basic things. And for this reason, I choose the clothing because I love clothing. I love fashion. And then I got the possibility to connect the dots, sustainability, auto, auto, automobile businesses, and fashion. Yeah. And in the middle of these uh, three circles is Peralta clothing. I'm trying to get the best of the three worlds and putting it together. With the style, because I say we are saving the planet, but with style. Yeah, doing it in style. That's what I love it. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> and um, and so if you so you let's find out a bit more about Peralta clothing. What sort of scale are you at at the moment? I mean, are you are you doing individual pieces for people? Do you do a range of things that are off the shelf that people can go and buy or, or how, you know, what, what sort of scale are things at at the moment? Mm, now we are doing no limited edition from any product we have now uh, as uh, uh, pieces of cloth. But parallel to that, we are providing high quality patterns for companies who produce with uh, leather, small leather goods. Right. Uh, in the future, my dream, I want to say, this is my wish, my dream, is to provide the patterns for the big uh, shoemakers in, in Germany. Okay. They are two here um, for the big one in the US. But now we are far away, but this is my target, no? Mm. Before reaching that target, we need to create traction. Mm. And for create traction, we are working now with some designers in Germany, in Spain, and in the US. And now we have three collaborations uh, with two designers in Austria, and the other one is in Spain. Uh, for this show, we want to prepare next year, parallel to the Berlin Fashion Week. Yeah, okay. and, and now I am, I am contacting uh, automakers as well, because uh, I need the support of them, because the material is coming from the industry. 
Yeah. If the industry uh, don't want to participate, that's gonna be um, really complex to create the traction I want to create because yeah. it's not only produce amazing cars, it's producing amazing products with your leftovers. And that is my task, right. to propose what to do with this material. Mm. Fantastic. And that, that area of collaboration where you can, as you say, you're you're doing something with the the waste from their process that's creating value and something beautiful and stylish for, for people. But um, in that process as well, you're also helping those organizations, aren't you, in terms of um, their if they've got to focus on sustainability, if they want to do something different that isn't just throwing things in the bin, then you're an outlet for that. You're a, a mechanism to say, here's something you can do to make your whole process aiming towards waste-free, at least. It's uh, certainly in, in that space now. I love that. Waste-free and effective, effective cost because they need to pay yeah. for the waste management. Mm. And that is another adv advantage we can provide them. They, they are saving costs at the end of the process. Okay. Because that is another stuff. No, mm. but, um, when I started the investigation, I was asking, okay, how much do you pay off? Do you pay or do you do the waste management for free? Mm. No, this is a, a process and they, they, they must pay for that. It's right. not for free. And for me, it was a big challenge how to provide how to provide value to them with his own material. Because mm. uh, now we buy the material, we are buying the material, and our target is to get not the material for free, but to create collaborations. Right. That collaboration is the word here right now because. We think we are in the good way, but this is some moral stuff. We can we can um, get money for that right now. Yeah. Now because we are building the basics for the future. Hmm. In the future, that's gonna be different. And now it's a collaboration stuff. But in the future, we wanna we wanna can uh, we we want to start speak about cost saving logistics, storage, and uh, there is a lot of uh, hidden cost in the, yeah. the process. Yeah, definitely. And as you say, I mean, this is, I can see this sort of inspiring other areas as well. You know, if you're looking at um, uh, just the leather, for instance, then there's all sorts of other materials, all sorts of other things that also need to be processed and gotten rid of. You know, who's to say this isn't inspiring the next generation of someone who's looking at maybe the plastics or the uh, um, the carbon fiber or something else that's that's being made that sometimes just gets scrapped or has to be dealt with off the back of that. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, and uh, I think this is a prime example. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and now we are for our pieces. We are using high quality leather, and we are using as well the the, the fabrics. The tartan, the tartan stuff, yeah, uh, and we are doing now amazing things with amazing materials. Uh, I remember to to call them; they are super materials because right. they they have the the best quality you can get in the market. Hmm. This is the top of the top. Superb, uh, and um, so if you could help 
any particular organization or team or even an individual, you know, who would you want you, uh, your services, your expertise to be helping um, if, if you had the opportunity? You've already mentioned maybe the, the shoe manufacturers. Is, are, are there any other people in, in mind that, you know, you'd, you'd love to be able to work with them and help out? Okay, that's a big, a, a good and amazing question. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> uh, we want to help um, the women they are in exclusion risk. All these women, they are they have um, social problems, people who went to jail in the past and they need to have a second chance. Right. And when we grow, we want that these people can be our designers, our, um, our people for the sewing machine, uh, to, to try to give them the opportunity to come back to the society and to do amazing work, amazing stuff with our products. I got the idea from the automotive industry because they say one man, one motor something like that, no? Right. If some lady did um, a car holder for you, uh, putting maybe a QR code here, this piece was made by this lady in that country, or right. maybe here in Germany. Another good thing we wanted to do is to, to show the people to sue, because if the people know how to sue, they can reduce waste, they can, they can do a clothing personalization, and for me, it's really important that the people can sue. That's for me really important because can avoid the monopole of big factories doing massive production for people who don't want to buy the, the stuff. Right. And if the people have the ability to, to do a self-made beat or pants or trousers or t-shirt, that's gonna be amazing because we are appealing to the um, hyper-personalization of yeah. the individuals. Right. Um, show to the kids or going to do some uh, workshop for the kids to do uh, mm, mm, uh, key, key holders okay. or yeah. mini stuff, mini wallets, yeah. something like that. Uh, now, now we are with with the leftover. We are doing this kind of um, they are card holders, yep. mini wallets, yeah. And you can put inside until twenty one cards, plastic oh, okay. cards, yeah. And this is the, this is an easy model, and this is really practical because it was a leftover from the automotive industry. Yeah, we are we are doing now um, computer cases. Uh, bags for the cell phone, uh, key holders. There's a lot of a, a bunch of small leather goods that we can we can approach right now. Mm. And if we can provide this knowledge to young people, to women, or people who who need who needs a, 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 a who need a, a second chance, we see over a path a path to give back some stuff we got from other persons because this is like a, a cooperation circle. Yeah. You can get the knowledge and you you can get the knowledge without sharing it. Mm. That, that is the other stuff. No, you need to share your knowledge. Yeah. 
doing the, the community growth. That is the other stuff, no? Mm. We have community, we, we don't have any project. Yeah. If we don't have any project, we don't have any challenge. If we don't have any challenge, we have nothing. We need to, 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 to keep that in mind because the challenge is the, the spark plug. Right. We need to, to, to do an evolution. Oh, mate, there's some fantastic stuff coming through. And I think the that element that you've got of um, focusing not only on the product, not only on the waste, but you're also bringing in the, like, who's making this stuff? How can we help another uh, group of people? Um, I love the hyper-personalization piece because I think in general, that is a, a way that a lot of things are going these days and, and, and rightly so. And one of the things that came to my mind was actually, you know, Growing up sort of in the 80s, as I did, you know, a lot of the um, in the UK, it was like mass food to begin with, you know, and almost like the fast food and the and the eat ready meals and things like that. And now we're focusing back more and saying individuals having the skills to just make your own food, for instance, that is a, a great skill to have in life. You can do all sorts of other stuff on the side, but if you can also make food for yourself, for your family. And I think this is a, a you know, if if you can also make clothing or if you can also make products for yourself so that you're not you're lo- you're reducing the reliance on others whilst also getting something that's right for you i think that's a it's a wonderful approach to the the whole the whole piece really and it is so circular it's lovely hmm. yeah this is a big challenge because if you go to the past when we were nothing when we were in the capes we have the ability to do almost anything, yeah. but uh, now with the tech, the tech is able to do a lot for you, and you don't remember how to do the stuff. Mm. I, uh, I say we are doers, no? Mm. Doers. We need to do some stuff to survive because at the end of the day, it's survive stuff. The machine is going to survive in the future, the contamination, the air pollution, the water uh, contamination. The, the field contamination because the, 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 the machine don't need any air, any water or any food, potato like that. No, you, you can see here the, the Skynet ne? walking yeah. with the robots. That's <laughs> going to be the future. If we don't, <laughs> if we don't take care about the, the environmental stuff, the children, uh, there is a lot of people who is behind you, behind us, and we need to protect the, 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 the future for that people mm. and to transmit the knowledge and to show them that we are able to do big things if we are together. If we find a separation from human to human, over there we have a big, big problem. Yeah. Oh, I love it, man. I'm I'm sure we could talk for hours on this thing alone, but I've got another question around if... Uh, if you could sit down and have a drink, have a coffee, have a meal with somebody who could inspire you to be at your best or to up your game and perform even better, who would you want that to be? Oh, I have two names in my mind. The first one is the, the Dieter Rams. Right. He, uh-huh, and the second one is the Warren Buffett. Okay. Okay, and- so... <laughs> Uh, maybe Will Smith as well, or Denzel Washington, or Kevin Costner, or even Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, there are people, or my, the big Michael Jordan, because 
in the past I used to play basketball and I, I love Mike and yeah. I love his mindset and he says always I saw that in my mind 10,000 times and the, the day where the stuff happened I know what what to do right. and this kind of visualization with Arnold as well mm. uh, because the, they are living living examples for me that I took as a reference mm. And I think what one of the things that strikes me with quite a few of those, I, I think of Arnold, I think of Will Smith, some of those guys who have, they have excelled at many things in their life and they've changed the, the direction of their careers. They've, they've kept a lot of what's there, but they, they, you know, they, once they've decided that's the thing, then they're plowing themselves in and, and make that excellent in what they do, don't they? Yeah, because at the end, we are different persons, but uh, we have maybe one dot in common. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, uh, to be alone, maybe it's a big challenge, maybe it's a big project. But at the end of the day, we, we are human beings with the common problem of being alone. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> ne? Um. So Frank, if, if people want to find out more, if they want to see your amazing stuff, if they want to collaborate, or if they want to uh, maybe get some of your clothing or some of your amazing goods that are out there, where do people go to find out more? Frank Peralta is my name in all social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, any, in, in, in <laughs> any uh, application or social media media they can find me as frank peralta uh, you can recognize me because in all the pictures i i wear my my snap cap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my uniform right now yeah and if the people is really interested to to collaborate please we are open to do collaboration with the sneaker makers sneaker designers back designers people who has or who has the ability to sue with uh, uh leather uh, sew machines we are open to do that because we are we, we want to build a, a a community a strong community around the the leather because right. the leather is is too old like the humanity the, mm. the leather and 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 human beings they are together since the beginning because yeah. we're calling you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah fantastic so we'll we'll make sure we've got links to your website we've got links to all the all the socials that are there so you know as i say with all of my guests um you know i do encourage my audience to go out and just contact you you know go and check out the websites but don't be afraid to just knock on the door and and contact drop a, a dm or, or uh, you know drop a message you know we're all humans and we want to we want to hear what you've got to say so uh, and i know that's been the case with frank you know we've uh we've we've been on various groups and seen each other around but i think it's the connection and when you're actually talking to each other and you reach out and you realize oh i might be able to help you here you might be able to help me in that direction so i, I always encourage people to reach out and uh and see the great stuff that others are doing and how you can collaborate as well so um Frank, I just wanted to say this has been amazing. I can't see this being the last conversation we'll have by any means. So uh, just continue with the great stuff. And I love how you're approaching everything that you're doing. So uh, best of luck with all those collaborations going forward. And thanks for being on the show today, Frank Peralta. Thank you so much. Um, please remember the power of, of asking. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, wise words to end with there. Thanks for that, Frank.
Thank you so much, Paul. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, then please give the podcast a rate, review, and share. I'm Paul Teasdale, and from sausage making to banking, oil and gas to Formula One, I help people perform. If you'd like to find out more and have a conversation, contact me via helpingpeopleperform.com.